What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Wrestling Freaks Podcast. We are five episodes in. Holy shit. We actually made it. How's everybody doing? Happy Sunday afternoon. Um, Let me unmute myself here. And double check. My co-host is all good. Jamo, can you, hey, can you hear me? Yeah, man, I'm here. All right. Sweet stuff. All I gotta say is, all I gotta say is I am glad to be back. No kidding. Paul of Filtered, good to see you. TK Chris, how in the hell are you, man? What's up, Paul? What's up, TK? And guys, hey, look, I am. I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I appreciate all the support that I got from y'all while I was down and out. But yeah, dude, I am so much better. Hell yeah. So, I guess to start off the show, we might as well, well, JMO, you want to, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to announce this, guys, Skull Shaker is, he's okay, but he's probably passed, the fu- uh, passed out because uh, we were talking to him last night, or at least I was talking to him last night, and he said he was up for the last, like, 48 hours. So, um, he's kind of lacking in sleep, and he's a little bit stressed out. So, um, if he joins us in the middle of, uh, of the episode, awesome. But if he doesn't, um, he's just going to be a little absent today. So, thought I'd get that out of the way. So, J-Mo, you want to cover... Should we go over Royal Rumble or CEW first? Uh, that's up to you, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you make that choice. Well, let's, okay, maybe we'll kind of just do it in order then. We'll do CW, Black Flag, Night 1, and then we'll do, we'll probably go into Rumble, and then maybe Night 2, just kind of sandwich them, I guess. That sounds good to me. Um, so, CW, Black Flag, for anybody who had missed it, that is our, well, I guess, our Royal Rumble pay-per-view for CEW. Um, So stacked that we had to split it up in two nights. Um, And it's also our big four pay-per-view. Where it's a dual pay-per-view for now both shows. For Mayhem, Monday Night Mayhem, and Thursday Night Throwdown. Um... So, kicking off the night, we had Brooke Morgan taking on OG Shebulk for the now newly named um, CEW Rogue Women's Championship. That was per request of the GM of Throwdown, Brightwolf. 
and um, Brooke Morgan, as we predicted, came out the victor. Um, I find that a little. I mean, and I'm, congratulations to Brooke, obviously, but I find it <laughs> kind of ironic that you and I both called it on our predictions the night before. Yeah. Um, hey, but hey, but look, we just we just seen just how dominant she has been since she stepped up. True. Very true. Um, I as the match started, I it looked like it was just gonna be another squash match for OG. Because she was dominating Brooke, and then it's just like Brooke got into like uh, I even said it on stream. I think something along the lines of like she got into like a sixth gear or something, and all of a sudden just turned it up. So kind of almost like she was playing possum a little bit on OG all night. I don't know. Well, all I got all I gotta say is whoever Wolf sticks sticks in the ring with her and they better be careful yeah she's gonna be a dangerous competitor but an og too and og is coming back for that title she can't she can't invoke a rematch clause she uh, because she hasn't successfully defended it yet but she's gonna uh, she said in stream that she's gonna she's gonna work her back up the ranks and she's coming back for that thing well, so all i gotta all i gotta say is wolf better let her have it yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Um. Then we had uh, overall. I mean, again, that opening match. What a better. Uh, I don't know of a better way to start a dual pay per view. I mean, we'll see how Mania goes. That's uh, but that's in two and a half months. So yeah. we got some time got for that. Plenty. Yep, definitely. Um, next match we had. Oh, it's been a while now. Even though it was only last weekend, <laughs> it's been a long week, kind of. Um, what was it? The Brotherhood Tag Team Titles. Yes. So... Well, it was the. Well, was it the? Was it the bro... Yeah, Brotherhood. Yeah, for Mayhem. Yeah. So the Living Legends versus the bikers and the... that was a little controversial finish on that one yeah a little bit and we have already what i along with competitors already mm -hmm. uh we have already made a decision on how we're going to fix this issue Oh. Yes, because at the next pay per view, which is next Sunday, or maybe we, uh, one week from today. Yes. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out there, and I'm gonna go ahead and let everybody know. Good. It is going to be a two out of three falls tag team match for the Brotherhood Tag Team Championship. Between the two teams again? 
Yes, Same teams? Between the living, yes, between the living legends and the bikers. That's going to so be that, fun. So that now we will not have any kind of controversy between those two teams, and we'll figure out just exactly who the better team is. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, to kind of uh, give a little bit of a backstory on that, too, I think... I think the champions, the Living Legends, actually issued the challenge. Yes, they Didn't did. They, because yeah. they yeah, they they went back and they watched the match and yep. you know, they want they would be there live because they had other obligations and I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. So I sat down with the Living Legends. And the and we come to the agreement that look something's got to give. We need definitive champions. Very, and, very class act by the. I mean, I don't know if that's the right term, but that's uh, that's good for them. I mean, yes. they. Uh, uh, in fact, the fact that they issued out the challenge and you know they, they were uh, they understand that the ref was in the wrong. Yeah. So I think that's gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun match because um not out of, uh, not only because of the two out of the three falls but the uh, the bikers yeah they might be little people I think that's the correct I'm pretty sure that's the correct uh, the correct term um they might be little t- uh, people but they. They bring the fight, and they like they uh, like in that match alone. They gave the living legends a run. So I mean, when gold is on the line, <laughs> it's there. I uh, there's probably going to be really uh, not only just this two out of three falls match, but there's there could be really good chemistry between those two teams. I mean. Well, it- I don't know and, what the I don't know what the rest of the tag division though on Mayhem is going to bring. So, well, all I got to say is every single match, every single match that I have ever put together, mm-hmm. for Mayhem. Yep. It seems like after every single match, there's always a handshake between the competitors. It seems like it. It seems like it. Um, I mean, and that's the way I look at that is it's a good it's it's a good thing, obviously, because that's what you want to see. But you know, at the same time, there's a slight bad thing, only because you want you know you want yeah obviously you want the respect in the end, but you want the rivalry to. If there well, is one, you know, I don't know. I just haven't got one quite yet that, you know, that needs to be a knockdown th- drag out yet. Yeah. But but I'm hoping eventually on down the line we'll you know we'll see a couple of punches thrown between some people after matches. Probably, probably. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. I mean, it's early. I mean, you got to live up to the moniker of the uh, of the show's name. <laughs> yeah. Um, crazy. Hey, what I'm thinking about, dude, take your camera 
and adjust it a little bit to your right. Okay. Because you're not showing on camera that much. There we go. Perfect. All right, cool. Perfect. Appreciate that. Uh, uh, let's see. Then match three was uh, the World Heavyweight title on Throwdown. Correct. Uh, Mark Schultz and Marcus Corbus. And apparently we have a new world title name. Uh, yeah. Um, again, that was per the request of Brightwolf, the GM. Um, it is the Infinity World Championship. Instead of the World Heavyweight. Yes. Um, I, I, again, he gave me the reasoning, I just need to put that out there, he gave me the reasoning behind the name changes, and I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have changed them if I didn't approve them. So, or, wait, did I say that right? I wouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's, I mean, it's, it's ultimately your decision as CEO. Yeah, and, like, he gave me... Again, he gave me kind of the backstory of it, um, because my uh, my vision in CEW is from day one is to combine wrestling with Assassin's Creed. Um, not it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, the brutalness of Assassin's Creed where you're, you know, uh killing people but yeah you know what i mean like i just want to bring that i guess the aura is probably a better way to say it of assassin's creed in wrestling um and rogue there is a game um even though it's technically not the full reasoning behind the name change of the rogue women's championship but there happens to be a game in the in the franchise called Assassin's Creed Rogue, and then the Infinity. Um, again, it does have to do um, his story for both title uh, title changes doesn't necessarily have to do with Assassin's Creed, but as CEO, I'm making it part of Assassin's Creed and and um, his story too. So kind of, and I don't know, kind of combining. So Infinity is um, something Ubisoft is actually working on. They're trying to, uh, they're trying to apparently, I was even unaware of this. So that was, uh, that was kind of cool to know. But basically they're trying to come up with servers for the Assassin's Creed fans where they can basically stream like any of the games or something and they're just calling it the infinity servers or something like that so that's kind of where the name changes and i mean i realize i probably didn't really have to explain it but hell oh well okay so uh, um so yeah mark schultz mark schultz retained and i so, believe i believe we we put a prediction for that one too and said that mark was going to win I honestly don't remember what the hell we predicted on that one. 
I believe I really we said I believe we said because of the way that Mark won in that six man cell match that he had a lot to prove. Yeah. That okay. Yep, I do remember that now. Yeah, so like we a lot of the predictions that we had on the uh for CEW well and I guess WWE um we were pretty spot on. So Yeah. Um let's see. Then match four was the Intercontinental for Mayhem. For for Mayhem, yes. And in fact the owner of that title is in chat right now. I hope he's still here. I hope he is, yeah. Paul. Paul, wait, there he is. <laughs> My question for you, Paul, is how long are and how long is this reign? How long are you hanging on to that title, man? <laughs> he says the champ is here. <laughs> um that was uh, that was for me that was probably match of the night for night one and it was i, and, was... I mean it was co-main event but it it was probably still match of the night i was very very proud of that match yeah that was a good match especially the fact that and i give credit to paul as well, but all the competitors in that match. Um, Paul, I mean, just when you thought he was down and he was out of it, then he comes back in the last in the last chance uh, battle royal and wins the thing and wins the title. So, so all, all meant that that title was his. Yeah. But he said, as long as possible, there's tough competition for the title. I mean, Paul, the, you, you've got some competition for it, for sure. For sure, yeah. And all I got to say is, it's not going to get any easier. <laughs> I mean, as, as the GM for Mayhem, I can't just, I can't just make it easy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't have to, you don't have to give it away, um, now if you don't want to. But his uh, his first title defense is going to be next Sunday, right? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And, and I'm not, not I'm not giving anything away yet, because I haven't I haven't put up that card yet. Okay. But I'll I'll get it up. Uh. After I'll actually get it up after after Monday. Okay. And then the main event of night one was the ten woman Royal Rumble. And despite um <laughs> controversy. Well, not uh, no, not even controversy. I was just gonna say um because we let's just be honest both rumbles i'm just gonna put it out there now both rumbles did not go the way they were supposed to 
Meaning, the entrance didn't come out when I wanted them to in both Rumbles. But I'm not disappointed in how the matches turned out. I mean, in fact, the women's Rumble... So, I mean, it's safe to say now... We had a CEW debut in that women's rumble of T. Yeah. She was supposed to, and again, it's past now. So she was supposed to come out, I want to say like six or seven or something like that in the match. It, it was a little later in the match. Yeah. Yeah. And universe mode unbeknownst to me, um, doesn't like it when you assign numbers. And so I tried to assign her later in the match, come to find out she started it. She started the rumble. But the funny thing is, she almost won the thing. She yeah. was the last two... Com and she was part of the last two competitors. So... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of almost worked out. I, I granted, I'm not, I'm not saying right now that I was trying to like fix it so that she would win. I just wanted that element of surprise, and it didn't work. Um, hey, but now we know if we have to do something like that again, we'll just go through play mode. Yep. We'll set it up through play mode, and then we'll figure out what we gotta do on how to set it up. And make a decision, kind of like we did, because we set it up through play mode. Everything runs without a hitch. Then, yeah. And then all we did was just go into universe mode and we didn't pick the champion or pick the pick the winner. But hey, we we got it figured out. I wonder if, <laughs> not to kind of go off subject or whatever, but it, it kind of makes me wonder if two K twenty three is gonna fix that. I don't know. We can only hope. Yeah, no kidding. I um on that subject just really really quick and and we don't have to get into it, but I had also heard in universe mode supposedly there's issues kind of the same type of thing for money in the bank cash-ins. So that's okay. going to be a little bit of an issue because I will tell you, uh, we are going to have a Money in the Bank. I mean, every AEFED does, but we are going to have a Money in the Bank, and I will tell you, the only thing I can tell you is it's going to be at Mania. Because we don't know, we don't even know the competitors. But Not yet, not yet. But yeah, we are going to have Money in the Bank at Mania, or Valhalla is going to be our mania. Um, and our, yeah. So, um, so yeah, we'll have to figure that out or maybe dig into it, like do our research prior to when, uh, whenever we want to cash it in. Um, but yeah, anyway, so Silva ended up winning the women's rumble. I gotta admit, and I don't even think, I don't even remember if we even put our predictions in for the Rumbles. 
I don't remember who, uh, who the hell we predicted, but Silva definitely was not my pick. No, no, not mine either. And so, like, I, she's, I mean, congratulations to her, seriously, because she's, like, she's kind of the dark horse or the black sheep of Mayhem, you know? So, that's going to be, I mean, congratulations to her, so... So, with all that said so far, what was your overall, and chat, but Jama, what was your overall reaction to night one? Night one was, I would get, dude, as an overall, I would give night one an eight. Okay. Now, because we can get into night it, two later, but would you say you would like night one or night two better? I mean, we'll go over the car uh, night two's card in, in a little bit, but I would, I would, I would probably say both nights were about about the same, about okay. eight okay. all around, because right. they were good. I mean, they were all around good cards, pretty much through the whole entire through the whole entire thing. So yeah, I'd give both of them an eight. Okay, it's fair. Now we get into the, well, I was almost going to say the B-Show, but <laughs> <laughs> the WWE Royal Rumble. All in all, I'm, okay, before we even go over the card, overall, I actually thought, I actually thought as a whole, the Rumble was actually a decent, like a good card. Like, I wasn't. I don't I don't think I would give it a 10, but no. I think I would probably also I honest to god, I think I would also probably give it an 8 because yeah, there wasn't that many surprises, but Yo, we got a raid, let's go. Kobu, Kobus with a raid of 7. Let's go. Kobus, thank you, thank you for the raid. Welcome in, Raiders. Welcome to the Wrestling Freaks podcast. Um, myself and Jamo, you probably all know Jamo. Um, we're just kind of going over. This is our weekly podcast on Sunday afternoons. Uh, we're kind of just going over our Royal Rumble reactions and our CEW reactions because we had our pay-per-view that same weekend but welcome in Raiders how was stream Kobus welcome in Raiders um but yeah I would say honest to God I think and I would say I would actually give the Rum uh, the Royal Rumble probably an eight as well because yeah there wasn't that many surprises and but I think we and as much as I hate to say it we might just have to accept it that um I think we I think maybe. It is early, but I guess we might not. 
I think we might just have to go in with the mindset of not to really expect too many surprises anymore because um and the reason why i say that in a positive way it is because as much as i love them we don't need um we don't need like a bunch of legends in the rumble I mean, yes, they're fun, and they, and, you know, they give us that pop. But in the at the end of the day, and I don't want to sound like a dick for saying this, but at the end of the day, you know, I think if once we see them, then then we automatically think that they're back. You know what I mean? When it could just be like a one-off thing. Booker T is a prime example. I mean, it was just a one-off thing. He kind of did... He was in there for, uh, you know, I don't know, five minutes, whatever it was. He did it. Hey, he did his spot of doing a uh, doing the spinner Rooney, and then he got eliminated. And see, the the thing the thing to me about the Rumble, uh, especially the men's Rumble, and mm-hmm. I mean, and the women's, honestly, I am finally, I am I am finally glad to see. WWE getting enough people on their roster that they don't have to keep bringing in and having to use so many legends just to fill spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and I mean I agree. And and like I and what they did this year was absolutely fine. You know, they had the uh, they had the one like in the men's they had Booker T and they had Edge. Edge, uh, both of them didn't last long, which, uh, granted, don't get me wrong, I love the guys, but they didn't need to last, you know, the full 45 minutes, or, you know what I mean? Like, they were uh, they were there to do their spot, and get the pop, and, you know, kind of, uh, kind of bring back up the energy i guess if it was down and i don't well, know if it really was i don't think so and as far as i'm concerned yeah they come in there they've done their job they don't they're supposed to do but they still give the active talent time to show what they could do yeah in the ring and dude i'm okay with that yeah i mean as much as again as much as i hate to say it and I, I, like i'm not i'm not i'm not fully convinced yet okay but i think as much as we as much as we want it every year and as much as we're anticipating it i because maybe and maybe it's just because the way the industry is right now or something but the element of surprise just it might be gone and i i i, I hate saying that but if we go in so i'm just going to we got now less than 365 days or whatever but 2024 rumble i think what we gotta uh, what we gotta remember is 
yes, we miss the surprises. We love the surprises. But, uh, like, going into the show, just, just don't expect much. If you what? don't, because may, uh, maybe next year's Rumble, if we don't, oh, yeah, they're not going to bring anybody back or whatever, you know. And then all of a sudden they just flip the switch on us and just be like, holy fucking shit, you know. Personally, I believe, and, you know, and I'm with Paul on this, the internet has killed the element of surprise. It has. It so, has. This is just this is just my personal thought. And you I know I know personal opinions don't matter anymore. But my personal opinion, they need to quit giving away so many of the entrance ahead of time mm -hmm. give away like 10 of them and let the rest of them be surprised mm -hmm. so nobody knows who's going to be there i agree i agree and you when and i i even said it I, I i couldn't agree anymore and i even said it like leading up to the rumble i said it at the beginning of the month i said when they when they show the poster or whatever, like when they're going over the uh, the uh, the the match cards or whatever on Raw and SmackDown. When it comes to the men's Rumble, just they're like you said, put ten uh, put ten people up there. If that, yeah, just... they're showing they're showing too many that's going to be in the Rumble, and all mm -hmm. they're trying to do. And I know, look, I know what they're trying to do is they're trying to get people to, to tune into the show. Okay, fine. That's perfectly fine. But the problem is, you start giving away all this kind of stuff, and people are going to be like, oh, okay, well, these people are going to be in here, and then everybody else is going to either guess who else is in it, or that, or there's going to be too many people leaking it and giving it away. And it needs to stop. You know what they could... Oh, okay. I just thought of something. I thought of a possible way to fix this. And JMO, I'm gonna borrow. <laughs> you do you. Go ahead. I'm gonna borrow. I'm, I'm gonna borrow permission to talk to your un uh, to your boss, Triple H. <laughs> uh, uh Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so look, he, no, hang on. Look, he's only my boss if I get paid. <laughs> true. <laughs> okay. So. Hear me out, chat. 2024 Royal Rumble. Here's what you do. And why am I all of a sudden hearing echo? Hold on. Uh, I've got everything turned down on my... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really, uh, I'm not really sure. Okay, anyway. I'm just uh, kind of going with it. I heard it very subtly. 2024 Rumble. When it comes to the men's and women's Rumble match... Just a suggestion, but I'm pretty sure this could solve it. Go back to sort of the older, uh, well, kind of go back to like the old advertisement style of, and maybe they still do. I don't even know. I, I, I honestly don't even know. But 
back in like the I, I want to say like even the mid two thousands, right? Where um for every pay per view, right? They have the uh, they have the uh, they have the poster or whatever, but it's just one person on that poster. You know, and you know what I'm talking about, like yep. The yep. first uh, the first one I think about uh, for some reason is oh, and I can't remember the year, but when The Rock came back to face Punk, yep, at the Rumble, it was only The Rock. On the Royal Rumble poster. And that's because everybody knew that he was going to be there because he had already started showing up on WWE TV. Right. To to let everybody know, look, I'm coming back. I'm facing Punk at the Rumble, but nobody knew who was going to win that match. Exactly. So go back to that particular style and just put your, put like your headliner or whatever yeah, you know what I mean. Go back to that style, and I again, I could be wrong, but that might help. Not spoiling the shows. And see if they're gonna do that. Then this year, what they could have done, all they had to do was put Cody on the poster because everybody knew he was coming back, yep. and leave it at that. Done. Done, and and you know they could add uh, they could add all their effects that they wanted to or whatever they could like fade his face or what whatever it is. Just go back to that style, and then do the same thing, the same type of thing when you're showing and you're going over the match cards yeah. on TV. When it comes up to the, like the men's rumble or the men's uh, or the women's rumble. Fuck, just put the text there. 30-man men's Royal Rumble, that's it. Don't have anybody on the poster. Other than than that headline. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Like, I mean, WWE, I I, I think I just solved your marketing scheme. I'm just saying. (laughs) Anyway, we haven't even gotten into the, uh, the Royal Rumble card. So, okay, so so let's just go ahead and let's just start from the beginning, I guess. Okay. Of the, of the Royal Rumble. Okay, so we kicked off. So we kicked off the show, if memory serves me correctly, with the men's Rumble. And that, I think. And on, it, Was it the men's or women's? I think we kicked off the show with a Rumble, and I can't remember which one it was. I literally can't remember which one it was. I think it was the, I think it was the men's. I'm pretty sure it was the men's. Yeah, it was the men's. Yeah. So. Okay, instead of going, uh, obviously we're not gonna go through all 30 entrants, but who was, who was some of the standout entrants. In that match uh, for you. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. And you know I'm a huge fan. Yeah. But, dude, one one of the biggest spots, and it and it stands out. And if people say that this is not the if this is not the biggest spot through the whole entire rumble, 
if people disagree with me, I'm going to tell you that they're a liar. Okay. It was the it was the Ricochet and Logan Paul jump from the ropes. Okay. I'm glad you the, brought that up. Dude, that that was the biggest spot through the whole entire rumble. It was. And, and you and you know as well as I do, I am a huge Ricochet fan. Right. So to be able to see to be able to see something like that. That and but here's what's funny about it though. Okay. Whenever we were talking, whenever we were going over stuff that could happen in the rumble. Yep. I kind of put that out there a little bit because I said that you needed to have Ricochet and I was hoping for Osprey. He didn't show up. That's fine. It's not a big deal. But what I said should have happened is you should have had Ricochet and another guy in the ring just, you know, just showing off what they can do. Yep. And that's pretty much what happened. You had one guy on one side, one guy on the other. And they jumped off the rope. Yeah, they splatted in the middle of the ring. But nobody was expecting that to happen. And I still say that was the best spot of the whole entire Rumble. And that was the best spot of the whole entire night. Yeah, that's... Of the entire night, that is definitely uh, that's definitely arguable. I would say yes, it is the spot of the rum uh, of the rumble. My whole thing about it though is, yes, it was a spot, but skull uh, uh, skull shaker and I were actually talking about this. I think last night in a voice call, um, just hanging out. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed the spot. But what was the point? In the end, like, at the end of the day, realistically, what was the point? Showed the athleticism between those two guys that nobody would see any other time. Okay. Because there is nobody else. And apparently, I, I didn't know it. Or I didn't even think about it. Because I have been saying for a long time, personally, I'm not a fan of Logan Paul. Okay? I'm just not. No. But with him doing that, that particular spot, dude, he showed me a lot about himself. Yeah. And, And just how athletic he can be. And it impressed me. But what, and, uh, like, uh, yeah, it was impressive. I'm uh, again, I'm not, tr- I'm not trying to rip it apart at all. But my thing is, when I say what was the point, I show think off their athleticism. That's it. But I think it would have been, uh, it would have been. I think it would have been a little bit better. And a better, like a bigger, mo- an, an even bigger moment, if they were, um, 
if they were, a, I mean, yeah, it was every man for themselves, but, it, like, if they were in a match, even, like, a tag team match or something like that, where they were an, against, uh, like, they were on opposite teams, and they did that, because, and, the, and, and hear me out, the reason why I'm saying it like this is because in the Rumble, it, they did the spot, and then if memory serves me correctly... Nothing much happened after it. Like, like they did the spot. They're both laying in the middle of the ring or whatever. And then they essentially just got up and got eliminated. What I, what I see, I mean, what I personally seen is people were, people were getting kind of bored of the rumble. So they'd done that. To get the crowd on their feet and get them back excited for it. I could, uh, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I just, the way the way I'm looking at it is I didn't really, and I could be missing something. I definitely could. But I'm, I, I'm wondering what, uh, like, it, yeah, okay. It was a turning point to try to get the crowd back and, and like, invested back in the, into the match. Yeah, but I don't know. It just it it didn't. Other than you know, <laughs> them literally like killing each other in midair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't really much of a of a payoff for e either one of them in the end. But yeah, it was. Uh, don't get me wrong. It was an incredible spot. It just and I didn't I think know. It, I just I honestly believe it was just a spot in the rumble mm -hmm. that nobody was expecting to see and it just got the crowd back on their feet and got them back invested in the rumble again. Okay. because it that's things fair were, it seemed like i said it seemed to me things got things were starting to get a little stale yeah i think again truth be told i think the reason and and yes i'm i'm completely agreeing with it um, I think, truth be told, I think the reason why it got stale is, once again, people were expecting, I think, too much out of the participants. I agree. And and the surprises. So, yeah, I, I agree. And it, it, it worked. Um, now, fast forwarding a little bit, what do you, I, I mean, you predicted him to win, but what are your... What are your true uh, like are you are you happy cody won obviously oh, now i will dude i will say this walter yep dude walter put on a heck of a match to last from number one all the way to 30 and be able to and he set the new record yeah of it's one like, hour and 11 minutes yeah, so the fact that he went from number one, lasted all the way through the Rumble, that shows to me, which I I had knew it anyway. Mm -hmm. Dude, he's got the endurance of a, a for a guy his size. He's got the endurance of it's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's so, so he's, Walter, hey, so, he's definitely Triple H's 
Um, I don't want to. Uh, what the hell is the term I'm looking for? Like he's 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 one of Triple H's favorites. Triple H has always been really high on Walter, even in NXT, NXT yep. UK. Yep. So so for him to continue to be on him and be on his back and give him that time to show what he can do in the ring, I am Walter really impressed me. Yeah, he did. So with Cody winning, yes, I am I am legit happy that Cody won. Mm-hmm. I I believe the right person won the Rumble this year. Okay. Um, and yeah, even every, even though everybody knew he was gonna do it, um, yeah, it was predictable and everything. But I honestly believe they made the right decision, and I don't think anybody's gonna be mad over. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't think so either. Um, but that's going to bring me to what we're going to kind of future talk about. But, um, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disappointed that he won, but I, would have liked to maybe see somebody else win it, and but the thing is, I can't give you an exact uh, an exact name. Well, maybe know, even Walter. I don't know. But I know you. I know you said you wanted Seth. Well, I just wanted. Truth be told, I didn't know who to pick, but I wanted somebody other. I wanted somebody other than Cody. Only because I didn't want to jump on the bandwagon of everybody picking Cody. But the thing I wanted to is, try to stand out and try to uh, try to be different, but I would have been wrong either way. So yeah, but the <laughs> thing about it is, if you look at everything that Cody has accomplished since he come back, true. Yeah. No, but, I'm not discrediting Cody by any means. No, what I was going to say is if you look at everything that Cody's done since he's been back, he, okay, yeah, when Cody left the WWE, mm-hmm. they were using him as a joke. Yeah, they okay? were. They were. So, so the fact that he left, he went to do some independent stuff, yeah, he went to New Japan. Yeah, he started AEW with other, you know, with some more group of guys. He made a name for himself despite WWE. Yep. And the fact that he done that on his own, he come back. He's telling everybody, look at me. This is what I can do. Y'all should have given me a chance while I was here and quit and stop trying to hold me down. Yeah. If y'all wouldn't have been holding me down all these years, I could have showed y'all a long time ago what I could do. Yep. So when he come back, he is finally showing everybody what he's capable of as long as you give him the chance to do it. Mm-hmm. 
And again, I'm not discrediting Cody by any means. I just didn't want it to be... I just didn't want it to be a foregone conclusion. It would have been so much better if... Like, again, I'm not disappointed by any means that he won. It just would have been so much better if... I mean, everybody was spec... Before they even confirmed it back at the Rumble, you know, that he's back at the Rumble, everybody speculated that he was going to be back anyway. So, I wouldn't have... To, to be completely honest, maybe... Maybe I wouldn't have aired his recovery vignettes as much as they did. See, they didn't do that with Cena, and look what he done. Right. He come he come back at the Rumble, mm -hmm. and he won the Rumble, and nobody was expecting him to show up. That's the way it should have been. And that and and shit, social media was still even a thing then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the internet was still even a thing, but nobody expected Cena to be back. Yeah, but the so, only reason nobody expected him to be back because nobody had ever seen that injury before. Uh huh. And Cena just kind of blew up his recovery, you know, whenever he was going through recovery. Mm -hmm. Dude, the way he was able to heal was completely different than anybody else had been able to see before. Right, and now, like, literally anytime anybody gets even remotely close to an injury like that, they're just like, yeah, I'm going to get the Cena treatment. Exactly. But, you know, I mean, and uh, and honestly, they should have never showed his recovery process. I agree. I mean, they could have done... I, like, and I think what they did, truth be told, too, is... Okay, so Hell in a Cell... God, we're uh, totally getting off topic because we're not even going through the card yet. Um, oh, we will. We'll get, we'll get back to it. Um... Let's see, Hell in, uh, the Hell in a Cell was in October. Wait, no, he was out for seven months, so... No, no, when was... So, like, August. I don't remember when the sale was. But, August but... or September or something like that. So. Because that would have been... Because he was out for seven months. Well, that would have put it like... Ju that would have put it like July. June, July, something. Well, okay, regardless. Regardless yeah. of when it was, what I probably... Okay. What I probably would have done is if they were going to air... And again, I'm not saying that... The, uh, maybe we are. Um, but I'm not... I don't know if I'm totally saying WWE made an error. and may, but, but again, maybe they did. If they were gonna if they were gonna air those vignettes, maybe. Granted, maybe it took that long to recover, which is absolutely fine, but I think they aired them too late. Like I would have okay, so. The cell was. Paul just said June the fifth. Okay, so it was in June. Granted, I mean he couldn't have uh, he couldn't have 
because when he was recovering, they could have, uh, maybe they took him that long to shoot or whatever, but like, you know, the rumbles at the end of January, they started the vignettes, I believe, like the first week in January. As soon as they aired them, I'm pretty sure everybody knew, oh yeah, Cody's back at the rumble. What? What as what as soon as they started doing those vignettes, he automatically said, "I'm back for the rumble." Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, they, no, they, because they, they did it. Uh, they did it in like parts of like yeah, Co- he, uh, Cody's recovery part one or whatever, and. But he also said, "I'm coming back. I will be there for the rumble." He said that. Oh. Okay. So he even he even told everybody that he was going to be there for the rumble. So. And the thing about it is, he they should have never done that, because then it wasn't a surprise. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I like anyway. I, I kind of I, what I was gonna get to is again they aired them. They aired the vignettes in the beginning of January, like. What if you, uh, like, aired them, I don't know, like, way earlier and keep people uh, pe- uh, keep people guessing? See, I still wouldn't have aired them at all because as soon as they started airing them. Yeah. Like, I, oh. uh, dude, I saw, like, the first two minutes of, like, the part one. I'm like, oh, yeah, all right, oh, Cody's coming back. Like, I didn't even, I literally didn't even hear him say... Yeah, I'm going to be back for the Rumble. I didn't yeah. even hear that part. But as soon as I saw the first part one, I was like, well, all right, Cody's back. Yep. And that's, yeah, this is, this is not even a surprise anymore. So, I don't know. I mean, uh, did they drop the ball? I don't know. I mean, like, cause I don't, I, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to start speaking negatively on WWE because then it's just going to go down a rabbit hole and, you know, oh, then they can't do this right and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm I'm genuinely excited for the product right now and I don't want to ruin, I don't want to ruin that momentum myself, you know? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving it a bad name. All I'm saying is they should have, they should have kept this as a surprise. And the only the only thing I can think of, the reason they done it, was to get eyes on oh, the for sure, for sure. And, but and, and actually make people watch. But again, like to our point earlier. Okay, they did. And if they didn't air the vignettes, then put Cody, uh, put Cody front and center. On the Rumble poster, like we uh, like we talked about earlier, that's it. Yeah. Oh, or you know, or I wouldn't even. Or I mean, in all honesty, I probably wouldn't have put him on it. I probably would have put uh, Roman and KO on the front because they mm-hmm. were supposed to be main headline for the title, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have put anybody at all that was a part of the Rumble. Speaking of the card, um, so we start off, so after the men's rumble, then we had, 
trying to think of the order. Was it the women's match? Yeah, I think so. I think it was Bianca. Yeah, it was Bianca Belair and, and Alexa Bliss. Yep. I was not expecting that outcome. Like, not because I predicted Bliss to win, uh, to win or anything, but Bianca, truth be told, kind of squashed Alexa Bliss. To to a point, yeah, she did. Like, it was really weird, like, and there wasn't even shenanigans involved. There wasn't any, like, aftermath or anything like that. Like, it was just a straight-up match, and... Like I said, to a point, Bianca kind of squashed Alexa Bliss. But the thing about it is, even after that match, Alexa Bliss was sitting in the ring, and she was looking up at a video board about, you know, Uncle Howdy and all of that. Oh, yeah. Showing over... Yep. They were just showing little, little, little movies and stuff that of happened. of Alexa of old Alexa Bliss, yeah, yep. yeah. So, what was the point in that? I think okay. In my perspective, I think the point of that particular thing was. I think it was to. Because a Bliss went into the match saying, "Yeah, I don't need Howdy. I don't need Wyatt. I'm the one in control." Yep. And then she failed. So I think I think the whole point of that particular segment was it was almost like Howdy saying, "Like, yeah, I told you so." I guess so. So, but I mean, it's only a we- we're only gonna be two weeks out tomorrow, but. Like, we haven't seen her since. Um, maybe we'll see her tomorrow night. But, I don't know. Again, I, I, I'm still interested in the story because I want to see where it goes, both on the Bliss side and on the Bray Wyatt side. And speaking of that, couldn't have segued anymore. The next match was the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. What? Well, Paul was saying that the pitch black match was second, the women's match was third. But he said it doesn't really matter oh. the order as long as we talk about it. Yeah, pre- uh, okay. Thank, I appreciate that, Paul. Um, yeah. Okay. Here are my thoughts on the pitch black match. One, I thought, like, being the fact that we didn't, we literally didn't know what kind of match it was, but... I don't know why we were thinking it was going to be a special match. I mean, it would have been... Okay. No discredit to Mountain Dew by any means, but if they would have... Yeah, it was a sponsored match by Mountain Dew Pitch Black, right? And that's fine. But had they taken off, even if it was sponsored sponsored by them or not, if they would have taken off the Mountain Dew part and just literally called it a pitch black match, it could have. Not that it failed, because I thought I actually thought it was really cool. It was something different and like wasn't expecting what it was. I wasn't expecting what it actually was. But if they had taken out the name Mountain Dew and just called it a pitch black match, 
I feel like it probably could have gotten more hype behind it. That and, match could have gone anywhere. Yeah. It would have just taken out the sponsor of it. Um, but I do, again, I do like how it was literally basically just a glow-in-the-dark match. It was interesting. Again, it was, it wasn't drawn out any longer than it needed to. Like, it was a short, it was a short match, really, but. Agree, agree. It didn't need to be long, um, especially going into it, nobody knew what the hell it was going to be. Um, and granted, there wasn't a whole lot of, I mean, there was, but there wasn't, like, after the the initial challenge was made, there wasn't a whole lot of build-up to it, other than, yeah, they exchanged promos, which was perfect. Like, all in all, the first match back for Bray Wyatt, truly... I don't know if it could have gone any better. Okay. Now, I've got, I've got my own opinion on this on this match. All right. And I think I'm, you have mentioned something to me off an uh, off stream, but go ahead. Yeah, I have. I have. And I am probably the only one that feels this way. I've I've I've, I've got to be. But personally, I honestly believe L.A. Knight needed this win more than Bray Wyatt. Okay. Now, the reason I say that because L.A. Knight has known for quite a while now Mm -hmm. without a win and it's just it's like they're trying to bury him, I guess. And they shouldn't be. Now I agree. I what agree. They could, what they could have done for this match is, and I mentioned it to you off air, and I'm going to go ahead and bring it up on here because... All right, go for you it. Know, you know, because, I mean, we we just hadn't had a podcast, and, you know, as I said from the start, nope. I was sick, so... But this is what could have happened, and I believe it would have been okay. Okay. Okay, we could have had the match exactly like we had it. And instead of Bray getting the win, L.A. Knight could have got the win, okay? Okay. Now, as soon as the match was over, Yep. Bray Wyatt could have reached up, hit him with a mandible claw. Yep. Okay? Mm-hmm. If he would have done that, he would have knocked him out for a little bit. Just yep. for just for a little bit. Yep. That would have still gave Bray Wyatt that time to walk over to that corner, put on that mask, and then from the time that he put on that mask up until they went into the audience and everything and done all of that that they done to the audience and whatever. Yep. That still could have happened. But L.A. Knight could have got that win. Bray could have put him out. He could have put the mask on. 
and then everything else after that still could have happened. Okay. I mean, that that actually sounds like pretty fair booking, to be honest. Yeah. Um. But the way, the way that, I mean, the way everything after the match itself going to the audience, yeah, L.A. Knight kept hitting on him and hitting on him and hitting on him, and he just kept coming. Yep. That still could have happened. Yeah, and then and then all of a sudden they got him on the they got him on that ramp or 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 that uh high the riser thing that they was on. Yep. And then and then yeah, Uncle Howdy come off the top. And and here's another thing about that that just and has just it's just irked me the whole entire time. Okay. Oh my God. He he botched the jump. He botched the jump. He botched the jump. No, he didn't. If you look at that jump from a different perspective, the way he done it, he landed where he need to. Because if he would have landed like he was supposed to land, like everybody thinks he should have, he was going to land on his face. I don't know. I've never, uh, I've never, I I haven't seen anybody seen like a, I believe you, but I haven't seen anybody saying like, "Oh yeah, he botched the landing." Yeah, everybody. Yeah, there is. Everybody is saying that he botched that jump because, and I'm just saying, if he would have landed it like everybody thinks he should have, he would have landed right directly on top of L.A. Knight, and it could have seriously hurt. He landed. Did, wait, to the did side he even of, hit? Uh, did he even hit L.A. Knight? No. Oh. Then that's why everybody is saying that he botched the jump. Oh, okay, I didn't know. I, I didn't know he didn't hit Ellie Knight. Well, I mean, because camera angles do wonders. So yeah. So and and my thing is, every everything for that match, other than the other than the winner, mm-hmm. was it happened exactly like it should have. Mm-hmm. And that's just my personal opinion. I mean, you have uh, you have the right, and you got a po- uh, you got a point. You got a really good point because again, because going back to the fact that it's just a sponsored match, other than it's re- it's Bray's return to the ring or whatever. Um, it it literally could have gone either way. Um, but yeah, you uh, you bring up a good point, and it's not like there wasn't any. It's not as fe- special stipulation match or uh, you know it was just literally sponsored by mountain dew pitch black yeah side note does anybody in the chat is mountain dew pitch black a brand new mountain dew or is it uh, is it kind of making a comeback i swear i've seen it before i don't know i i, I can honestly tell you i don't know because i don't think about of any kind. So I mean, Paul said, Paul said it's been out before. He's okay. It's, it's a seasonal drink. Okay, that may okay. That makes more sense now because I'm like, what? Uh, okay, that makes a, a whole oh, lot more oh, sense. Oh, hang on, crazy. He just said like the McRib. Dude, you cannot compare anything to the McRib. That's just wrong. <laughs> Shots fired, Paul. 
Well, see, I don't see. I don't eat. I don't eat the McRib anyway. That's just. I don't either. I don't. I barely eat. Oh my god. Crazy's about to go on another tangent. Um, Let's not go there. But anyway, no, no, uh, but, no, no thank. No, and all I gotta say is thanks, Mr. President. So, Paul, if you had to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get your opinion on this if you don't mind, Paul. Would you say the right person won the match? Should should Bray have won or should Adelaide not have won? And then and then went with the ending like they went went with it. Because I'm 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 legitimately curious if I'm the only one that feels this way. Yeah, I yeah I know it was his I know it was his return. I do get that, but but I I I still believe I still believe L.A. Knight should have got the win because oh my God I'm tired of seeing him I'm tired of seeing him come in and be a jobber. He's not. Can I give okay before we get on and I'm gonna try to make this short. But can I say something about LA Knight? Go ahead. Don't get me wrong. I like the guy. Okay? But... I'm going to bring up a point and not to... When LA Knight um, first came to NXT, I'm going to quote... I'm going to paraphrase, but I'm going to quote and reference Mark Henry on Busted Open. Now, the okay. reason why I'm, I'm bringing this up is because do I agree with Henry? Sort of. But not, not enough to, like not get behind him okay sure. so henry brought up the point that and on that day he he even said he goes i can't get behind this but he brought up the point that la knight is trying too hard to be the next rock as far as charisma and the heel, like, he referenced The Rock, Austin. I think that was, I think that was the only two or whatever. But, like, like his, he's trying to be, Henry at the time uh, said, he goes, he's trying too hard to be the next Rock and have the attitude of the next Stone Cold Steve Austin. And like he's. In his mind at that time. He uh, he felt that. He was. Not being his own person. 
and just literally taking aspects from The Rock and taking aspects from Stone Cold and, like, morphing them and then putting it into L.A. Knight. See, the, the thing about it is I don't see him that way. Well, because you probably know uh, you know him more as Eli Drake. And you know, like, I don't know, I, I don't know him from he Impact. From it, Dude, when he was at Impact, he was fun. He was fun to watch. And he had his own character. If, if WWE would let him have his own character, I believe he could go far with it. Now, uh, again, the reason why I'm bringing this up is I'm not I, I'm not fully agreeing with uh, with what he said, yeah. but for some reason, for some reason, I can kind of see it a little bit of. Like I can kind of see, for some reason I can kind of and I can kind of notice like what he's saying okay. about it. Like, cause I can kind of see like he's got the swagger. He's kind of got like the swagger of Austin, of like just the way he walks and and right. you know what I mean. I don't know. I, I again I'm not fully agreeing with Henry, but I'm like okay, but. That's a lot of that has got to do with creative backstage. It could, it very well could. And I mean, he can only go as far as creative will let him. If creative would let him run a little bit with his with his own idea, I think he'd be okay. And I thought, and and I thought. Creative was supposed to, you know, ever since Triple H took over or whatever, I thought it was supposed to be kind of more, a little bit, a little bit more free reign, but maybe, well, apparently, I don't know. Well, apparently they haven't given, apparently they're not giving LA Knight as free reign as what they need to. But again, I'm not, I, like, I'm not trying to like bash LA Knight I like I'm agreeing with you like I want to see what he, uh, what he can bring and and stuff like that I don't know I don't know yeah yeah, yeah. okay so kind of kind of off of that match we... um yeah then I guess we get into the women's rumble yeah um again despite covid um, JMO literally predicted it, chat. Not only predicted it, but everything that's been happening with Rhea Ripley since Rumble, JMO said it a week ago. JMO, did you write, did you write Rhea's, uh, promo last Monday? No, no, I did not. No, I did not. Because the funny thing is, like... It was almost verbatim. Right? It was. And as soon as, like... And... Because and, I was watching this. 
and we'll kind of uh, we'll kind of get into this like a cross uh, maybe a cross between like the rumble and like the following monday and stuff like that but i was watching her promo and she's like yeah i'm uh, you know it feels uh, it feels kind of weird without my dom dom my and uh, my latino heat dom dom and finn and priest but i wanted the spotlight on me and i'm like okay blah 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 and then it's almost and i even said it on stream you can go back and watch my reaction because and i think if memory serves i think that night jmo i think you kind of you may or may not have like zoned out because i think we were in chat or something and or something yeah, like that monday, i think I, I think you were like monday monday was a rough night yeah, yeah. So, but you can go back and watch my reaction because literally the second Rhea said three years ago, just yep. those three words, three years ago, my serious reaction on stream was, God damn it, JMO. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. All she had to say was three years ago. And I already knew right where it was going. I'm like, fucking hell, JMO. I told you. I, 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 I'm, I mean. Go ahead. Wait, keep going. Go ahead. No, but uh, like, uh, I mean, uh, it was just, it, it was funny because like, it couldn't have won. Seriously, great promo. Like it, it, it was like she and she told the story for sure and reminded us all in case we haven't for, uh, have forgot that. Um, so well written promo. Um, but honestly, I don't think I honestly don't believe. That I could that the way she the the way she done it was pretty much pretty much verbatim to what I had been telling you. Uh huh. It was, and I'm like, holy Christ! And that's why I asked, that's why I had just asked you. Did you write Rhea's promo? No, I didn't. But I remembered that though. Well, uh, the funny thing is, I did too, but I didn't think anything of it. I mean, you uh, you know, when you brought it up, you brought up a super, uh, like, you brought up the good, uh, that as a good point. But I'm like, and then as soon as you said it, I'm like, uh, and realistically, in my head, I was just like, are they, would they, would they really go back to that? <laughs> Especially because that was pandemic era. Yeah. So. Um. No, I and, I thought it was good. And as I told you, this is where the long term storytelling comes in. Uh huh. No, I th I I thought it was really good. And truth be told, because because it hasn't happened. Yeah, they haven't really crossed paths since. Exactly. So, and because of that, I would rather 
you know, I would rather see that match than Bianca and Rhea. So, oh. plus, I feel like it, because that match three years ago was pandemic era, and I believe, was that when, were they still in the Thunderdome then, or were they starting to get fans back then? That was still Thunderdome. Yeah, so that was still Thunderdome. So this year they're gonna get a pop. Yeah, this year's gonna be a this year's gonna be a lot better. Yeah. Now yeah. I now another another thing honestly believe that they done uh the reason they done the Charlotte and Rhea mm -hmm. was was to give Oscar at, more than likely at Mania, they're probably going to give Oscar a shot at Bianca for her title. Yeah, as the, and I wonder. I actually wonder if um, maybe not. I don't know, but because we got the this new Oscar, it's new to WWE eyes. Yeah, but it's you know, it's the old. I believe, and Paul can correct me on this, I believe Kana from New Japan. Yeah, he, yeah, he was, yeah, he said just a while ago, uh, glad to see Asuka come out like she did. That new gimmick, that new get up was reminiscent of her in Japan. And he said when she was in stardom. Oh, okay. So now I wonder. My question is, and maybe I can ask this to Paul, well, to everybody, really, but with this, because it looks like, even on Raw last week, it looks like that's the persona that we're going with for Asuka going forward in WWE. Yeah. Um, yeah. But my question is, so do they still call her Asuka or does she do, uh, does she kind of, kind of like a throwback to Kana or something? Does she, you know what I mean? Or, or is this, or do they play it off as like, it's Asuka, but it's, uh, she's got an alter ego, like the demon. Well, I'm, I'm think I'm thinking she's still going to be Asuka because that's who everybody knows her as. Okay. Oh, Paul said yes. She'll be Oscar. She's built that. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Oh, but yeah. I I honestly believe that they're gonna figure out a way to do Oscar and Bianca at Mania because of this because of this new character she she finally come back with. And we've uh, we've harped on it before. Um, I want to see personally. And we've said it about other, other, I almost said characters, but I guess characters bring, a, and hopefully this is this, this new character, but I, I almost, I hope it's a, a new character, but it's a re-emergence of Asuka of old, like the dominant NXT Asuka. Where like she just she literally didn't in? give a yeah. shit. Like, she's the happy go look. Uh, like, uh, you can keep like the happy, uh, like the happy Oscar, and she's just like rocking out to her own music every time or whatever. But 
you know, like the undefeated Oscar. You know what I mean? And of the NXT, the NXT Women's Champion Oscar. That's what I want to see back on my screen in Raw. Because she's, she's, otherwise she's just, uh, she's stuck. She's either stuck in the tag division with literally bouncing partners of either Alexa Bliss or um, Bianca or, you know what I mean? Like, get Oscar her back needs, into the singles division. Oscar needs to be singles. She needs to go for it. Yeah. Like, personal, she, uh, personal opinion... Built. That's what she's built for. No, Oscar is. is built for singles competition. She does not need a title. Or she does not need a, a tag team partner. Mm-hmm. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. And if I will go as far as saying if for some reason she were to have an ass a, a, a tag team partner, what if she would start a faction of There's but there's nobody there's nobody there for her to even start a faction. No, uh, uh, no, but uh, hear me out. Hear me out. Just imagine. I and, and and I might be just like stereotyping here. So I do apologize by the way. But just imagine kind of fantasy booking by the way. Uh-huh. One Kyrie Sane comes back, right? But two, somehow, and I don't know if they, like, on a personal level or whatever, I don't know if they can actually, like, literally work together, but somehow, EO Sky breaks out of damage control, and it's Asuka, Kairi Sane, and EO. They, uh... See, I wouldn't want to see that because, you know, as you said, that's that's more stereo stereotypical okay. than anything. And okay. I and I wouldn't want to see an all female Japanese faction. I just wouldn't. Okay. I don't know, but yeah, I I I, I agree. Oscar needs to get back into the singles competition. They need to they need to revamp and personal opinion aside, and I might have said it on previous episodes. Yes, it's great for the women, but let's just be honest. The women's tag titles are a joke. I agree. Like there, first of all, you have currently you have women's tag team champions, and then that's it. Like no if you and, and if you look at it right now, Eo, Eo and Dakota, out of both brands, are literally the only women's tag team. They are. So what's the point in having them? Right. And if you're just going to talk and like if you're going to toss women together to, uh, to you know form a team to try to contend that doesn't work because one 
One, you're tossing two people, uh, two people together to try to form a team. Two, nine times out of ten, those two people are relevant and highly, um, I'll just say like highly known singles competitors. And then you're just throwing them as a team just to see if they stick. The only, and I'm not, I don't want this. The current rumor, the current rumor at Mania, and it's a new match possibly penciled in right now, is Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey going for the women's uh, tag titles. It is currently penciled in for Mania. All I got to say is I don't want to see that. All I want to see is Shayna one-on-one with Ronda. I do too. And I, I, like, I, I don't know. I just. That, that match needs to happen. It does. It does. And, and again, I, I want to get, and I, again, it, it, it would be more, the women's tag, uh, tag titles would be so much more exciting if they actually had kind of legitimate women's tag teams. And they they were actually taken seriously. Agreed. So, it was exciting when they first announced them. But even when they first announced them, they only the only at the time the only accomplished tag teams were the Iconics, Bailey and Sasha, who won them, and that might have even been it. Maybe Team Bad at the time. I yep. think it was. Naomi and Tamina or something. I don't remember. But, but, but hang on. They also had Asuka and Kyrie Zane. Oh, right. Yeah, the Kabuki Warriors. So, like, those were the only accomplished tag teams. And then now... And you can only do, and you can only do so much with, with so few teams. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not happy about the women's team. No, I'm not. So. Now, as far as damage control, I I, I will admit, I kind of like the idea, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I can't think of anything else, but I, I do like the idea that it's the first, again, please correct me if I'm wrong, but it's basically the first women's faction that we probably have ever seen, but I don't know if there was in the past. Well, I mean, unless you consider whenever Stephanie was bringing all those women in for the women's revolution. No, I don't know. I don't really say. I, I wouldn't say those are a, a women's faction. But. Then, so, so then no. Yeah. So I, I, I do like the ideas of that. That's kind of cool. And truth be told, um. I, it, and honest to God, lover or hater, probably no better leader of that faction than Bailey. Re- and, realistically, after all the work she put in. And what's really funny about that, though, is she actually brought up this idea mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, and Vince actually turned her down and told her it would not work. Huh. 
shocker. So, but let's kind of let's kind of get off of that and let's go on to our main event. Main event: Roman Reigns and KO. Obviously, Roman retained. Hey, but you know what? This was. There were definitely points in the match that it was it was absolutely believable. But this, I mean, all this this particular match was one of the best matches that Roman has had in a very long time. It was, and it what, and it wasn't a joke. Nope. Appreciate it, Cobus. Because when, dude, when they got in there, they got in there and they just started just beating each other up. Yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, it was a very good match. And let's and just you know, be honest. Let's be honest. It's probably because of KO. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, per, dude, KO can go. Uh huh. Yeah, I thought it was a really good match. I actually did think it was a really good match. Um, and what I, uh, uh, what I, not only the match quality, but the storytelling. I've said it uh, multiple times, and I even told you, because you, uh, you had missed the match, and I said, I, I even told you, watch Sammy's face. Sammy's face. I mean, again, it was a good match, but Sammy's face, uh, Sammy's facial expressions sold that entire match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I kept telling you, look, you know, I, I missed that match, you know, with, again, with me being sick. Yep. I, I kind of missed the end of it, and... You were telling me, look, you need to you need to pay attention to every possible aspect yep. of that match. Yep. And I did, and I appreciate that. I really do. Yeah. Because there was a lot that I would have missed. Um. Yeah, but, and I and like I always tried to. It, it, it's prob it's weird actually because I used to never notice that stuff. But now, when I watch Raw and SmackDown, now I'm almost, and now I'm, I'm like purposely looking for that stuff. Like I'm look, like I'm purposely looking on, like I'm looking at the match, obviously, but like a lot of the things that put the match together is what's happening in the background. Mm-hmm. And you don't notice it, like you. It's it's hard. It, sometimes it's hard to notice them, but yeah, Sammy's facial expression literally told, uh, literally stole that mat. Uh, like not stole, uh, stole, but sold that entire story. Because Great. and you knew, uh, you knew something in my and in, in my perspective, and it could have been earlier. But in my perspective, I knew, I felt something was coming as soon as the first shot when uh, when Roman 
smacked Kevin's head on the stand on the on the steps. Dude, that was that was a nasty hit. It was. It was. And again, you watch Sammy in the background and he's and like his face was just like, dude, what the hell? Yeah, this is yeah, you look you could look at his face and tell, okay, look, this is too much. Yeah. Um, but and then obviously what everybody else is talking about, the and you know, obviously the aftermath of Sammy finally turning on the bloodline before the bloodline turned on him. Well, technically, if I mean, if you really want to get technical, they didn't turn on him. He turned on them. No, he well, fi- yeah. He finally, he finally stood up. Yep. And said, "Look, I'm tired of y'all pushing me around. I'm tired of y'all thinking that y'all can run me over and do what y'all want to. It's my turn." And what I what I what I loved, and I said, and again, I said it on stream on that reaction, um, because I think at the time, at the time, it, one, it was late. Let's just be honest. Like, as a whole, just to back up a little bit, as a whole, I'm very positive. That the entire card of the Royal Rumble went longer than they wanted it to. It went like four and a half hours. Yeah. For five matches. I mean, granted, two of them were 30-man rumbles, but still. That's that's a long time for only five matches. Um. But. uh, Um. What really got me on that, um, on that whole angle was the fact that, as Skull Shaker would call them, the twins, I li- and I actually like how he refers to them as the twins because it's so much easier than to say Jay and Jimmy, um, but the, what I liked about that whole angle is the fact that the twins literally switched roles on as far as the Sammy thing. Like, Jimmy threw the first shot when Jimmy had Sammy's back since day one. Yep. Yep. And now Jay, the guy that initially hated him since day one, is essentially... Well, it's undecided yet, but is essentially having Sammy's back. Yep. So, like, they, again, it goes back to that long-term storytelling, but, and I kept saying that the story was, uh, was getting really stale. Now it just got turned up. And it, like, it couldn't have, if this is true, which, in all honesty, I actually kind of hope it is. I hope it is the end. But if this is the way they're going to go out, they couldn't be building this ending any better. They really couldn't. 
like I don't know. I can't think of anything that I would uh, that I would have changed. And maybe I thought at first I thought maybe like Solo would have backed up Sammy or something, but because and the only reason why I say that is and again when Solo first came in. When for uh, when Solo first came uh, when Solo officially came in into the bloodline, one they kind of dropped it by the way, which is fine, but I'm pretty sure Solo went on record, or something that yeah I'm in the blood of the uh, I'm in the bloodline or whatever, but I will and I thought I, I thought he said I will not acknowledge Roman Reigns. And now he, and, and you know, now he is or whatever. But I remember a particular episode of SmackDown when Solo had basically his quote-unquote debut match for the Bloodline. I believe against KO, or maybe it was a squash match or something. I don't remember what it was, but he initially. Cause the because uh, the twins were like, hey man, let's get this man. Like he's getting them all pumped up or whatever. And Solo literally said, and I remember this. Solo literally said, and he goes, hey, I don't need and I don't need you out there. I got this right. And as he's turning away to go to the ramp, out of nowhere he goes, Sammy, you coming? I remember that. Yeah. And so but they never pl they never played off of that since then. Like ever. But I mean technically they technically they have because if you notice usually usually whenever you say Sammy, you were saying solo somewhere close by. True. Yeah. So I thought uh, like I thought like this whole blow up of Sammy um kind of turning or whatever or like even when even if you go back prior to Rumble where not and prior to Rumble prior to the trial of Sammy um when um like maybe a couple weeks before that where um the bloodline was kind of speculating Maybe not fully, like, I don't actually Another, know how far back. I, you know, but if you, if you think about going to war games, that's when, that's when a lot of them really started looking at Sammy, you know, you know, okay, maybe we do need to trust him. Yep. And then Solo was pretty much right there to back him up. Yeah, so I thought movie. like I thought Solo would have been would have been maybe like I'm glad uh, I'm extremely happy the way it's going now, but I would have thought the only thing maybe I would have changed is like Solo backing him up or something, but, and then oh, the twins but, would be like, "What the fuck?" But now you've also got to think that Solo was pretty much just enforcer, just to be there, just to beat up on whoever. Yep. And that's pretty basically much, the security guard, that's, really. 
And that's pretty much what he's doing. Yeah, he is. And he's doing a, a like, I... Oh, fantastic job. Yeah, Without a he's doubt. doing an amazing job. Um, so I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited, and we'll, uh, we'll get into that. I don't know if we have time. Actually, we probably don't, but. Now, okay, now, before we go further, I do want to back up for just a second. Okay, what do you got? The Women's Rumble. Okay. 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 I know not everybody is happy with me about it. <laughs> okay. But all I but all I got to do is say I called a surprise entry, and nobody wants to listen. To <laughs> I was trying to forget about that, Jamo. <laughs> hey, but look, I called it, and nobody listened. And the the weird thing is, you called okay. So I uh, one I will obviously give you credit. Not only did you call it, but you also kind of said it as a joke. No, I wasn't. I was being legit. Cuz I remember she... that predictions episode and I said what would be your complete left field entrant. And then that's when you said uh, Nia Jax and I'm like, "Oh god." Hey, no. But <laughs> But she, hey, I, I told y'all though, she showed up. Now, what are you, okay. What are your opinions or thoughts on what actually happened on the botch entrance? What do you Somebody, think happened? Honestly, I believe it was her fault. Okay. Because she got in a hurry to get out there, and I ha I said it through the whole entire women's match. Okay. While that was going on, they were counting down the women to come out so much faster than they were the men. They were. They were. Yeah, they were so, uh, they were definitely uh, they were definitely rushing them. They, to get the women out to the ring, they were going maybe thirty seconds in between each one. Yeah, and then and then by the time they got down to number thirty, for Naya, she I'm guessing she thought, okay, look, I'm tired of standing back here. I'm ready to get out there. I'm just going to go, and y'all need to do it, and y'all need to do it quick. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Oh, it was a bad box on, on their part. Now, furthering that, what do you, do you think, do you think Nia Jax is back? Oh, shit. I just realized we're on the wrong screen. That's not good. Because Paul is not in here. I mean, Paul is in here, but Paul is not in here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, everything's fine. Everything's running good. No, uh, I was on the... Uh, we were on the wrong overlay. The oh, okay. Show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So, Whoops. It's all right. But, um... Do I think she's back? 
in a limited capacity. Okay. So do very you think she's limited. Edge? Very think... limited. Okay. Now, what do you mean by limited? Do you think she's back in like a part-time type of thing, or? Probably. Just okay. a just a match here, match there, maybe. Okay. Um, I don't think she's gonna be as active as she was. Okay. Because I don't think anybody's gonna want to work with her. I don't think so either. I I really don't. So, but with that being said, I just kind of wanted to go back to that. No, and that's just kind of and you know just kind of bring that up a little bit. Okay. And all I gotta say is, as soon as it happened, <laughs> Cole got mad. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> He legit left the call. Yep. <laughs> yes, Paul, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, he lost it. He lost his shit. I mean, to give Skull uh, to give Skull credit though, he was also. I think he was really, really bummed. He was so set on that. On the the whole New Japan trade, he was so vested in that, and he was expecting it. And I think like when he when he didn't get, um, and I'm not like I'm not saying Jay White. I, I'm just saying like the whole New Japan trade, period. When he yeah, didn't it, see it, it uh, when he didn't see it in the men's rumble. I think he was sort of just down on the rest of the show. I believe so. So, I mean, I don't, I, I don't really blame him, especially you know if he and if he follows, if he follows New Japan and like as much as he does and stuff like that. But I don't know. But Paul said, and to be honest, the trade was only rumors. There was never anything set in stone. Yeah, and. But that does not mean that it still can't happen, you know, within the next couple of weeks. Sure. Um, do you, uh, well, I suppose, because we covered night one, uh, we probably should cover night two of CW Black Flag. We don't yeah, want to be fair. Yeah, let's go ahead, because, I mean, it won't, take us, it won't take us long at all, and then yeah, and we'll be good with, you know... We'll be good with this episode. Okay. All right. So night two. First of all, we started off with the faction warfare match between the Creed and Injecting Asylum, a four-on-four -four tag team, kind of like a Survivor Series type of style match at the Rumble. Um, and truth be told, I'm. <laughs> Oh, okay. and just so, and hang on, and just so everybody knows, this is with CEW. This is not part of WWE. This is CEW. Yes. This is our EFED. Yes. Yep. CEW Black Flag is my EFED Crazy Eyes Wrestling. Um, we just happen to have our pay per view, our Royal Rumble, the same weekend. And yes, I purposely planned it that way. Initially, it was going to be all one night on Sunday, 
but we had 11 matches, and I didn't really feel like going live at, like, I don't know, 2 and running and, all night. I mean... And, and technically, whose idea was to go two nights? Honestly. Jamo. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, hey, oh, and who come up with it? Honestly? <laughs> Jamo. Who come up with the card for both nights? Jamo. Okay. Just to be clear. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, and going forward, by the way, I'm just gonna pr and I'm just gonna put this out there. All of our big, f well, actually, no, not all of them. Our Rumble and Mania are gonna be split up in two nights. SummerSlam probably not, and Survivor Series probably not. Just gonna say that uh, right now, just so that everybody knows. So come April, the weekend after WWE's WrestleMania, our uh, our Mania CEW Valhalla will be in and uh, will be split up two nights. So anyway, so Faction Warfare four v four. I gotta be completely honest. Not only, uh, I mean, yes, I am part of, and uh, I am part of one of the factions of the Creed. I'm the leader of the Creed, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the outcome. But I was not expecting the match to go the way it did. I thought it was going to be literally just like back and forth. Truth be told, I thought it was going to become and I thought it was going to come down to maybe like a maybe like a 2 on 1. Yep, I or, agree. You know, like a 1v1 at the end, but it didn't. It was an absolute squash match for the Creed. Which was really which is even weirder to think about. But hey, the Creed came out <laughs> victor and uh yeah. And Jacobite, let me just note this, Jacobite <laughs> was barely in the match. <laughs> I, think, I think he was in there for like five minutes. Yeah, maybe. Like, oh, he kept he, breaking up the pins, but he was, he was only the legal man in the match for maybe like, I think he got like three moves in and then he just tagged out right away. Yeah, but I mean, he kept going to the outside and kept, you know, everybody kept attacking him outside. Yeah, he kept drowning. And I mean, okay, to preface this, CW Black Flags was themed over Assassin's Creed Black Flag. The ring was a ship, and the ringside area was the ocean. So yep. I kept saying on stream, anytime they were outside the ring, I'm like, yeah, they're sharing lifeboats, guys. But Jacobite just kept beating the shit out of each other in the middle of the ocean, so he wanted to drown everybody. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, I love uh, I love that arena. That is so far, that is my favorite arena that we've ever made in CW. And we've Wait. only had, and uh, we've only had maybe like, not even ten. So. And, and crazy, I believe I believe we done a good job with it. We did. We definitely did. Um, so, uh, I, 
I got to say that I appreciate you letting me help you with that. Oh, dude, uh, that was, I mean, that was, I'm, I'm glad. And again, I'm going to give you credit where it's due. You had the idea, I believe, I'm pretty sure, yes. of putting the flags up there. Yes, because so, I, I, I felt that if we're going to do it, we might as well do it correct and show exactly where everything took place. Right. And like, and the, the whole idea of that was if anybody asks, Hey, what's with the flags? One, it's exa it's doing exactly what we wanted them to be, uh, do as it's conversation piece. Yeah. You know, and then we would happily explain, Hey, this is where the game originally takes place. So that's where it's emanating from. Correct. So, um, but yeah, that I absolutely love that arena. We still got to make the other one, but that's that pay per view is not until April. So we'll probably get started on that. I don't know later this month, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, likely. Oh, so, and I uh, help cheat plug or cheat plug for me. Yeah, go ahead. Next Sunday, there is a Mayhem exclusive pay-per-view yep. coming up, as I said, next Sunday, starting at 5 o'clock. Yep. It is a design of my own that crazy, I mean, yes, crazy helped me with it, only because it's his game, but... This is pretty much design of my own, and I am very proud of it. One, uh, yes. I am... It is his creation. I'm going to just back this up. It is his creation. Basically, all my part was it, and, and in it was, and obviously, because it's my game, and, it, you know, it's... Again, I'm not saying it's mine, 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 mine. No, it's my game. It's my stream, so it has to it has to be on my game, right? Other than that, all I did is I gave JMO a name idea. I gave him a list. I gave him and Bright Wolf a list of possible pay per view names. Okay. I let each one of them pick out the name. JMO had first dibs because, let's be honest, he was the first one in the chat. So, it is what it is. Anyway, I gave him a list of names. They picked the name, and other, and other than that, they pretty much had free reign. As long as, uh, like, if, if they had an idea for the pay-per-view, uh, for, uh, like, a, a theme behind that name... If we can implement it in the game and on stream, that's it. So and a, and a what you I... see to, uh, next week is majority, I would say, I would say uh, probably 90, 95% all JMO. That's it. I love, uh, by the way, I love the name. 
And you can go ahead and tell them if you want to. It's totally no, up to you. No, this is going to be a surprise. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. And that's that goes for Bright Wolf, too. Um, Bright Wolf's pay-per-view will be the second week. I don't have an exact date. But Bright Wolf's pay-per-view will be in March. Second week in March. I think it's the second week. Yes. Yeah. Every, yes. Yes. Everything's going to be second week. Second Sundays. So, anyway. So, then, after the Faction Warfare, we had the women over on Mayhem. Crowning their women's title. We had Mrs. Project... Alice Caldwell and Jormungandr in a triple threat match. Yes. Um, Alice came out the new champion. Um, that was... That was a good... I mean, overall, the entire, uh, the entire card was good, but that was a... That was a decent match. Um, what are your thoughts on that one being into your show? I was, it was a little interesting because, you know, she was kind of, I mean, she proved that she could put on, she proved that she could put on some matches. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about Alice. Yep. And she was, she kind of come in and dominated. So the fact that she won was, Wow. And I will just say this, as long as the chat can keep a secret, Mrs. Project doesn't know that she didn't win the title, uh, doesn't have to know that she didn't win the title. And I promise y'all, if she ever finds out, she has already threatened me with my life. Yep. So guys, shh. Um, yeah, I thought it was, I, I thought it was a good match. Um. And apparently yeah. Paul thinks that's funny. <laughs> Guys, shh. we don't need her to know. I need and I need my GM. I need him. <laughs> um then we had the Unity tag team titles over on Throwdown after that. Um Testaments of the Fallen versus the Eyes of the Dragon. Um, I thought it was really interesting, not only because they're, uh, obviously they're, uh, they're the inaugural uni uh, Unity Tag Team Champions, but Testaments of the Fallen won with a move called the Dragon Slayer. It's a submission move. Yep. So I thought that was really ironic. And I didn't even think anything of it when before the match even started. Not a clue. I completely forgot both men ironically have the same move. I think one of them has a signature uh, has it as a signature and the other one has an as a finisher or something like that. But it was just really weird and it was They do complement each other. They very do. Well. They do, and I thought I thought it was just very apropos that they win with the move called the Dragon Slayer. So, <laughs> oh my God, really, Paul? I appreciate that. Read what Paul just said. I got your back, Jamo. 
bros before. Well, you know the rest. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we don't have to. Uh, we don't have to tell uh, Mister Project either. Yeah. So, but anyway, <laughs> okay. So, let's get. Yeah, go ahead and continue on. Um. But yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's all good paul he'll he'll reach that later it's all good yeah I'm, i yeah and he'll he'll catch it later um let's see then we had that was three after that it was the inaugural mayhem world champion yes yes big hoss versus cew um I, okay, we put our predictions up for it, like, you know, in the in the last episode. Uh, Obviously, you were CEW, I was Big Hoss, but the night of, when that match started, I, I honestly didn't know. I didn't know who I wanted to win. I was trying so hard to be impartial. But then, you know, towards the end, I'm like, yep, that's it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's it's just weird. It's weird. CEW could not get out of the box. In that yeah, that was really surprising. And he even hit, he hit it a stomp. He did hit the corner stomp on Haas, but Haas kicked out. But CEW also received, like, Four big boots from Haas, and then he then he got hit with the two finishers. Yeah, so that was yeah that was really weird. Uh, that was that was weird. It was weird, but I don't know if it was necessarily a squash match. I was, I mean, I guess selfishly, and I think I even said it on stream too. Selfishly, I think I wanted the win the ring to break, just because it was uh -huh. two super heavyweights, but. I didn't. I didn't care, honestly. Honest to God, I didn't really care who would have broke the ring or, sorry, broke the ship. I just wanted to see the ring break. <laughs> and what was really weird is we couldn't have wrote that match even better mm -mm. because it was the ultimate heel, yep, big hoss, yep, versus the ultimate babyface in CEW, yep. And I, I I will go as far as I will go to, uh, as far as saying I and I don't know when, but frankly I don't really care. Excuse me, I don't really care. I don't think those two are done. Oh, I promise you, they're not. Like I, I look forward to the next time they clash, even if it's in, I'm, hell, even if it's a tag match or whatever, I look forward to the next time they do clash. Like that's uh, they're gonna. Well, I, oh, I can go ahead and tell you now. I've already got an idea for them, them two to go at each other eventually. Oh really? Oh yeah. Okay, I look forward to not, hearing this. Uh, just, these plans. I'm just not telling you when, but yes, it will happen. Oh okay. So, Fair enough. Fair enough. No spoilers. It's all good. Yeah. Okay. So. So then, Nick. the co-main event was to crown the vacated 
I'm not sure why. Yeah, I don't know why either. I was, I don't know why, and I really don't know why it was vacated. But uh, <laughs> the vacated CW Odyssey title over on Throwdown. Yes. It was a fatal four-way action. We got uh, Aaron Blade, Edward, um, Project Velk, and who the hell Mark was the fourth one? Yeah, there we go, Marcus Ward. Um, I, um, well, and obviously, the self-proclaimed king of Throwdown or C probably Throwdown. I don't remember what he refers it and what we refer him to as. Maybe just the king, but the king is your new Odyssey champion. And if, I'm not, and if I'm not mistaken, didn't we both pick him to win that match? Uh, no, you did. I said Marcus Ward. Oh, okay. I said Marcus Ward because before the match even started, Matt Ward Gaming was actually in stream. I'm like, hey, dude, last Friday, I predicted you. And I even, <laughs> I mentioned him and I mentioned Paul. And I said, hey. I picked you to win the Odyssey title, and I picked Paul to win the IC title on Mayhem. Paul did his job, or are you going to do yours? <laughs> ah, okay. And then Mark and Matt was just like, well, I'll try. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then and then as soon as he... The funny thing is, I happened to be looking at chat after, like, as that match was ending. As soon as, like, the one, two... I, I think he won by... As soon as the match was over, I can't remember how Valk won, whether it was submission or pinfall or whatever. Yeah. And he won, and I look over at chat. The first comment I see is Matt Ward Gaming. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> well, so, yeah, I mean, again, Wolf, Wolf has a... He has a he has a really good plethora of talent, especially with the new people coming in too. We yes. got new people coming in, both mayhem and throwdown. Um, he I think he's got. To, I'm I'm curious to see what they're gonna do. Um, and obviously we're not done with the card because the main event was the thirty man Royal Rumble. Um. Yeah. I need to point something out there, Jamal. Go ahead. Somehow, I mean, kudos to you, really, but somehow we got the, I guess now, at least, the new two faces of... I guess Mo. <laughs> yeah. Because JMO yeah. Mo started the rumble, and then later on, like towards the end of it, Pimp Mo came out. I pulled. Okay, what can I say? I pulled a Mick Foley from 1998. Hey, I mean that's why I'm giving kudos to you because I don't think anybody saw it coming. Well, at least I hope not. Yeah. So. And it almost it almost worked. 
Almost. But, um, regardless, the 2023 Rumble winner of CEW is Nero. From Throwdown. From Throwdown. So, uh, Mark Schultz. And all I got to say is we are never going to hear the end of this. Yeah, I, I, I will say, <laughs> I mean, maybe, okay, this might, I, I do apologize, by the way, this might come off as a, an, as sounding like a dick, but maybe, just maybe it's possibly a good thing for Project Carnage right now that his brother is, um, not able to be contacted because of this yeah i mean i think that's i think that's a good thing for for carnage so that he doesn't have to hear he doesn't not and uh, doesn't you know have to keep here yeah well i won the rumble i won the you know i don't know i don't know i, I don't know what goes on in, in his household but whatever but anyway, anyway but yeah, yeah. But, so, but overall just, yeah I i'm i I still, I still say, say I would give both nights for us eights. I and I would too. I and I would too. I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know which. Like, yeah. I I would say a solid. I would say a solid eight for us. Um, because I don't know. I don't know if at all if one night was better than the other. So I think that's a solid solid assessment of an eight. Yeah. Uh what would you get uh, give WWE? Probably probably the same thing. Yeah? Yeah, just all the way through I give I give the whole thing. All the okay. way through. Yeah, I think that's a, a that's that's fair. Um, so that was our reactions to Rumble. Well, we'll just call it Rumble Weekend because both CEW and WWE. Um, let's see the next time. Oh, so before we sign off here, to anybody in chat, um, that is unaware at this point. The Wrestling Freaks podcast is now available on Spotify in this video format. Um, this particular episode I will be uploading uh, very shortly after we sign off here. Um... I just realized I'm kind of looking at the feedback. I'm only in like half on camera right now. I gotta figure that camera angle out. Um, we'll get it. We'll we'll get it before next show. Yeah. Um. Uh, so and being that we're next, uh, we're every Sunday. Like JMO said earlier, next Sunday. Being that we have the pay per view, uh, exclusive to Mayhem. I don't plan on doing 
a Wrestling Freaks podcast that day. Just because Sounds that would end up Sounds being... Because that would be, end up being a long day. Well, not necessarily a long day. It would just be... It'd be too crammed because we would end up going live for the episode. And then trying to end. Trying to go get something to eat. And then come back live within like an hour. Right. So... It would kind of make sense that we don't do a podcast. So our next episode will probably be... What does that put us at? The Uh, 19th? 19th. Correct. Yeah, so our next episode will be Sunday, February 19th. And we'll just go over... I guess we'll just have to do a lot of home... Well, enough homework that we'll just cover everything that happened... I guess up until then in WWE and well, well, we'll do Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown, and then we will do a recap of Mayhem pay per view because it won't take long to do that pay per view. Okay, recap. That sounds good. Hopefully, I would imagine um, next episode we will we should have Skull Shaker in here. Um, let's hope. Yeah, let's hope. Maybe I don't know, and uh, like I'm not, and I'm legitimately not saying this to tease by any means, but maybe, maybe we'll have a guest for that episode too. I don't know. Yes, Paul. Yes, please get a hold of us about that. Oh shit! What did I miss? Sorry. He said, if possible, I would like to be a guest on the nineteenth, if possible. There's two big uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling events between now and then. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. Like Jay yeah. said, get uh, get and uh, get in touch with that and uh, with us, and then we, um, in fact, for now, let's plan on it, and then we will do everything in our power because when because you and Skull are basically the New Japan gurus, um. We're gonna probably JMO and I will probably do everything that we can to <laughs> make sure Skull is in that episode. Yes. So. Yes. Um. But yeah, for the time being, let's just let's plan on it. And again, if something comes up before then where we can't or whatever, obviously we'll be in touch. But for now, for now we'll plan on the nineteenth. It will be me, JMO. Um. Paul and hopefully Skull Shaker. And I might. Paul, yeah. Paul said the Loser Leave Japan match is on the 11th and the pay per view is on the 18th. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Sounds and like a plan to me. If, if we could possibly do it. Um, if it'll be okay with Paul and Crazy. Okay, what do you got? We might be able to run another Discord showing of the pay-per-view if Paul can get it. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Depending on, like, when is the, what, I mean, because New Japan, I know New Japan kind of runs on weird times, too. So, as you know, as long yeah, as the show is not, yeah, like... Can, yeah, but we can always catch it later in the day, like we yeah, got the last... Yeah. Kingdom. For sure. I like that idea. 
I, like I mean, that Paul, idea. Paul, if you're up to play it, I'd be some. Now, uh, one quick question before we sign out, Paul. Is the loser leaves Japan, Matt, like, is that thing this Saturday, is that just the one match, or are they making, like, an entire event out of it? He said it's a whole show. Okay, so it's just the one match or whatever. Okay. No, he said it's, it is a whole show. Oh, it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and they're just going to have that particular match on the show. Okay. All right. Well, that's fine. Um. Yeah, well, uh, let's be in touch, Paul. That uh, that sounds like a great idea. Um, We are going to go sign out and raid out. I'm just looking. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you in the stream, and I'm gonna kind of sit here and I'm gonna mute, and then we'll talk in Discord later. All right, sounds good. All right, guys. All right. I, I, thank you, Paul. I, I appreciate that, Paul. Thank you, and I appreciate you being here for the whole show. Yeah, absolutely, everybody, and shout out to Kobus for the raid earlier too so thank you for that raid brother um and everybody who uh who stayed in with the podcast um with that being said um if you want to be a guest on the show one we are uh, we welcome it we are looking for guests um in the discord there is there is a section there's a, there's a category called wrestling freaks podcast and then there, uh, within that there is a text channel that says i want to be a guest all you have to do if you want to be a guest on the show all you have to do is just comment in that channel saying i want to be a guest whenever possible or whatever if you have a date in mind um let us know all you have to do is just comment in it and we'll catch it and we'll be in uh, we'll be in contact um that's all uh, that's it and the only requirement to be on uh, to be a guest on the show is at least at least have a mic you don't have to be on camera i mean it would be great if you do but if you're not comfortable with it that's absolutely fine that's absolutely fine as long as you have a working mic and it can be your phone it can be your phone it might not be the best sound quality all the time but hey as long as as long as the chat is able to hear your voice that's it and then if you don't want to be on camera all we need is just a picture that can represent you it can be an avatar it can be um a symbol or whatever you know just something to represent you so that when you are on the show if you uh, you know if they can't see you at least they know who's on the show that's it so um with that being said guys we are gonna raid out um get to the right tab here we're gonna raid out and all I need and all I need from the chat is just let's go 
two hashtags. We'll go Crazy Eyes Creed and Wrestling Freaks Pod. The next time we are live is tomorrow night for Monday Night Mayhem. Um, 5 p.m. Central, uh, Monday Night Mayhem and Monday Night Raw watch along. So we're going to go ahead and, and send the raid to this guy right here. Give me a second and uh, get this all set up. All right, chat. We will see you tomorrow night for Monday Night Mayhem. I appreciate everybody sticking around. You guys are awesome. And we will see you tomorrow night. Trailer load tonight. It's one of them days, man. I'm like, I can't.